welcome, 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 well, welcome back. Y'all know this is this is the last cassette. I'm your host on this side, and I am John Richard. And I am your girl Egypt. Yeah, what's up, everybody? Psych by saying we are back at it again with another week of bullshit. And oh my God, has it been bullshit? Just throw the whole earth away between murders. It's about to be a whole last snowstorm out here. It's cold as fuck in South Carolina. Carolina when it ain't supposed to be. So you know what? I'm just sitting here with a glass of wine, halfway drunk, and just saying, fuck it. Just fuck it all. Yeah. Um, it's, it's been a quite interesting um, couple of weeks. Um, yeah. We're in the world. Um, you, know, you know, everything's still on lockdown. Um, everything's still quarantine. I'm looking rough. Beard is like like stringy. Hair. I got still got ways, but that's looking bad right now. You feel me? I'm looking bad out yeah, here. Yeah, but you won't be at, after the 18th. You won't be because they're reopening, you know, the salons and the barbershops on the 18th and the gym. My boyfriend's been crying about the gym for the last two months. So when I told him, he was like, damn, finally, shit. Nigga been waiting to lift some weights. So. Yeah, so, you know, I'm... Mm. I mean, I'm gonna open it up, and then people get like they open up Georgia, and then the day open up, they had like 1,200 new cases. God dang, really? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So it's kind of it's a gift and a curse. I mean, do you want to get a haircut and then get Corona at the same time? Um, so like I said, it's a du- it's a double edged sword. It is. In regards, in regards to that. Um, yeah. So like I said, we had a lot of things that been going on. Uh, probably the most hottest thing um, that's sweeping the nation, sweeping the country is the Ahmaud Arbery case. Um, So for those who've been living under a rock, um, this is what pretty much happened. So Ahmaud Arbery allegedly was running. Um, There was two white guys. They stopped, uh, stopped him on pursuit. They thought he was one of, he was the one that was breaking the houses and they killed him. Right. It was a struggle for the gun. And, um, like Ahmad was um, murdered, okay. So in layman's term, and that's just how I'm gonna say he was murdered. Um, a lot of people had a lot of different views on yeah, the case. Um, a lot of people, you know, people agree with the these white fellas that murdered Ahmad, um, and there's a lot of people who you know call the ace a ace, call the spade a spade. Um, so. Egyptian, what's what's your take on this whole case? My whole thing is now it's it, now it adds to the list of what you cannot do while black. First, it was you can't walk while black, you can't drive while black, you can't defend yourself while black. Now you can't jog while black. Um, mm-hmm. And and the thing is, is that they were trying to say, oh, because you know he was stepping into a construction site, they thought that he was one of them. Um, and it had me thinking, you know, seeing this, um, this, you know, surveillance footage of him looking through the construction site, you know, I started to think to myself, like, this is something very normal that a lot of people do. This is something that I have done back when um, a close friend of mine in college was getting his house, his house built with his family. Um, the whole neighborhood was a developing neighborhood. Mm-hmm. So naturally, while their house was getting built, we went and looked at different construction sites, um, him and his mother and I, to see, you know, maybe is there some particular things that they would want to change in their home. And never once in my mind did I think that 
that would lead me into jogging around the neighborhood. And then I literally did jog in that same neighborhood where I was looking at, you know, going through construction sites, even going through model homes that were already built. And, but, you know, but you could just go in and see, you know, what was going Mm -hmm. on and went jogging and went, you know, bicycle riding around the neighborhood. And never once did it cross my mind to think that, Oh, yo, I, I may get shot. I may get killed. This man, this, this, this guy was, and this guy is, he's our age. He's about 25, right? Um, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, this, this, this man, this young man was, was murdered, you know, in cold blood. I don't care what anybody say now that there's this justice for, for Michael and, is it their name? Michael and George or some um, shit like that? Well, let me see check. Uh, I mean, I'm part of the group. Yeah, well, this is the name. Yeah, so Ahmad was, he was 25, he was black. Um, the father and son that was charged with the face, federal shooting, um, their name was Gregory and Travis McMichael. And they are, yeah, and they are white. Yes, and, and, and watching that video footage, you see Ahmad tussling to get the gun away, and then the other guy that's in the, the back, you know, of the truck shoots at him, and then you see him stumbling, and then he just falls. Mm-hmm. And I just think to myself, like seeing that, like I, it just put a, a knot in my stomach. That now, like it was, it's just jogging. What's crazy is that I was just thinking, you know, just you know, a few weeks ago that I wanted to start jogging around the neighborhood, and now it's like, is it safe? Should should we do this? Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm just, I am sick. And, and tired and exhausted. You know, I was speaking to one of my coworkers about this and, you know, I just expressed to her that I'm, I'm exhausted at this point. It's already hard being a human being in the world that we live in, but you add black into it, you just add black and, and, and it's just an extra razzle dazzle of stress that's implemented on us, you know, just because of the color of our skin. We cannot, I feel so suffocated in this country, in this world at this point. I feel like the walls are constantly closing in on us every single day. And there's nothing that we can do to escape it because, yes, we could we can move countries, but anti-blackness is so global at this point. It really is. Okay. So it doesn't matter where you go, where you turn, you're still going to be hated on. Maybe less than being in this country, but still. Okay. So... What's your take on it? I'm going to give people just the facts. So, Amari Arbery, he was 25, he was black. The father and son that was charged with a federal shooting, Gregory and Travis McMichael, were white. So, Arbery family said that he liked to jog, right, in the Brunswick area where he was shot, right? One of McMichaels um, who confronted him that day told police that they pursued him because they thought he would, he had been involved with earlier neighborhood break-ins. Okay. Um, so though those are just the surface. Those are the surface. Um, we get we get further deeper into this whole situation. And you know, I like listening to other people's opinions, right? Because mm-hmm. who am I? I may not have all the answers. Other people may have a better insight. Um, so I look at both sides, I look at liberal, I look at the right. So earlier today, when was it like yesterday? When was it actually yesterday? Um, I look at one of our um, our black sisters, Kansas Owens. Kansas oh, Owens. that's cool. 
Um, like Candace Owens. Her name should be Kunita. Yeah. Kunita Owens. So Candace Owens, she came out, she gave her opinion. She said, from the video she saw that Ahmad, okay, ran towards the truck. Now, be mindful, people, that she does have millions of followers. Thousands. More, 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 more than I do. More, more, more followers than I do. All right? Um, and the thing about it is she has a voice. She has a huge voice. It carries. Um, she's been uh, to Capitol Hill. She spoke at Revolt, you know, Summit. So she's kind of uh, somewhat of a, a, a big deal. So right. I have a question. What what is it that she does exactly? She's just like she's a, a commentator. Yeah, she's a commentator. She's a commentator. All right. So oh, okay. what what, okay. what what she does is she says she she's trying to get black people to wake up. That the media is playing everybody. That you know that black that um, lynching and black people are just, we're just we're just losing our minds. That things that's happening here are not really that's happening. That we're stuck in this matrix. Um, wow. Yeah. I mean, it's not real. So. Okay. Let's break down the facts again. She said in her video that a model like he was running towards the truck. The two guys, Gregory and Travis, said they pursued Michael. So what? So where would you think that he was running towards the truck when the the, the killers literally said we were following? I mean, him. that's that's what I'm saying. Right, that's when when a truck pulls up, right, and he run kind of towards towards the shooter, right. Common sense would say, well, if I run, he know he's gonna shoot me. Well, let me go straight to the shooter. Maybe I can rest him, get the gun away, free myself. Second thing, one of the McMichaels who confronted him that day told police that they pursued him, right. Because they thought he's been involved with earlier neighborhood break-ins. Mm-hmm. Now it's time to fact check again. The police report says that nobody has ever reported break-ins. Exactly. So this, uh, and this is why I have to speak on Candace Owens. Candace. Mm-hmm. Now, well, let me before, before I get in that deep. Let me say another thing she said. She said that people are criticizing it as saying that this is a lynching, right? When it comes to a lynching, to her, she's looking for a mob of white people with guns and torches. I mean, this is what she said. This is not my words. This is what Candace always says. What's the definition of lynching? Anybody know? Uh, I mean, for me, from what I know, lynching is just when you kill someone. No. That's not lynching. That's not lynching. More than one person that does it. Lynching. Uh, I, no, it's fine, everybody. I'm, I'm, I'm going to read everybody the, the definition of lynching. What's the Webster Dictionary? Yeah, what's the Webster Dictionary right. definition of lynching? All right, so a mob will kill someone, alleged offense, with or without legal trial, right? So the person could be hanged, executed, put to death, murder. But it could be by a group, people, a person, more than one person. Slow down. Okay. Slow down. So that's telling me that two people that killed a guy, killed him, can be considered a legend. Mm-hmm. So 
when people say this is modern day lynching, two guys pulled up, jump out of the truck. One guy jumped out of the truck. They killed a man. It's not lynching. But it is. Lynching is not just constituted by just hanging a person. And I think that's the thing that she gets misconstrued. And she also states that it was 850 lynching through the whole Jim Crow era. That's what she states. We have to be mindful when talking about those kind of facts during the Jim Crow eras because we know that those things are screwed. We know that not all lynchings were reported. That is, the, I mean, that is a fact. That is, is not, that is something that you can't even d- debate. That's like yeah. saying, that's like saying, well, it was 500 slaves that were killed throughout the whole slavery. Well, that's that's the ones that were reported. We know not all crimes are reported. Just like all not all rape victims go out and speak on rape. They don't. They, I mean, I mean, I think that's that's the that's the narrative. And that's, that's, that's why I say it's idiotic of her to make these online statements. And another thing, um, she kind of got on LeBron because LeBron uh, sent a tweet out that said that, that we are literally being hunted as soon as we walk out of the house. And she said, well, who are you, LeBron? You got a nice house. You live lavish. Just down the third. But does that exclude, ex- um, exclude him from racism? Last time yeah. I checked, um, LeBron had an L.A. home, his house, was um his gate was vandalized with the word nigga all over his all over his fence. Yes. Yeah. But mean, it doesn't C. I, exist. C. I said, even CI said in his neighborhood that he was trying to get into gated community, of course in Atlanta, and that they literally were about to assault him and then they realized that oh it's TI, oh shit. So really having all the money in the world and all the notoriety in the world doesn't mean a thing in this country. We are still there are still the haunted by white people. I mean, Absolutely. I mean, I, I think that's the thing is that racism does exist. It's not covert. It is wide open. It's in the opening. Here, yes. South Carolina, we know there are spots where we know there is racism, right? Yeah. For example, I know for Pillion, Red Bank. El- Elgin. Elgin. You see what I'm yeah. saying? Elgin. And so for her to say, well, yeah. in the 21st century, we act like racism, racism doesn't exist in the way they say it do. It does, and in the worst case, I know a kid who has been, right, ran off the road by racist kids with guns. Yeah. Yes. I, yeah. me, myself, I told you the story. I had a friend, yeah. um, uh, homeboy Donald, we was coming from Lander. This was 2010, 2011, and we was coming back. Um, I guess it was a part of whatever. And we was going through that Swanson Pillion era um, area and this these two white guys in this truck trying to run me off the road. And this is not and this is what's so frustrating with me. I mean so frustrating is that we have people like Candace Owens who is black, but who also negates the fact of racism doesn't exist when it does. We are proof. There's proof. And let me let me let me put another another twist on the story. So the father who killed Ahmad, he was an ex-cop. So when we say Black Lives Matter, when 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 people started protesting about police brutality or disparity within the criminal justice system, here is another incident. And they didn't get arrested. For what seven five days? Yep. 
this didn't get notoriety until the video came out. Yes. And here we are again and again and again and again talking about the same stuff. I was talking to my boy, um, Reem. Yeah, I need a tattoo of Columbia. Hit up my boy. Um, but I was talking to my boy, Reem, and he said, look, he's tired of that. He's tired. He said, what's the solution? He said, it's the same old tune every time. What's the resolution? What's, and I think that a lot of black people are starting to say the same thing. Well, this happened all the time. Fuck it. I don't care no more. And that's what makes it even harder to defend. Yeah. It makes it harder to defend because we got so used to it that we don't give a fuck about what happens anymore. Become so desensitized. There it is. So much. That's all it is being desensitized. So now, now, this is what we do. This is the answer, right? Everybody want to know what the fuck the answer is? The answer is run for government. I mean, damn. You don't like the laws. How about this? How about one of us run for government? Right, and all of us in that area vote for that motherfucker, and we put our money up. We gonna say what laws goes in place. Yeah, we become our own lobbyists for our own rights. The LGBTQ do it. Yeah, they do. The Chinese do. It. Everybody else do it. We need to put our money where our mouth is, and I'm telling you this again: community policing. Nobody wants to talk yeah. about that. Yeah, you've been. You- been saying that for years. We've been doing this podcast almost two years. It'll be two years next month, and you have been saying the same thing. Community police. Absolutely. So that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, Ahmad's death shows again, right, about white supremacy. For for example, right, let me, let me, let me read this. So, I have the hands free and kind of <clears throat> So, the Department of Justice just released a statement on Ahmad's case, right? The Civil Rights Division of the Department of Justice, the FBI, and the U.S. Attorney for the Southern District of Georgia has uh, has been uh, supporting and will continue fully to support and participate in the state investigation. So, they are assessing the evidence and determining whether the federal state federal hate crimes are charged are appropriate. So, be mindful, it's not manslaughter to them. It's not murder. They are trying this as a hate crime. When on camera we see a man get murdered. I think that is the big thing that's so alarming for me. Is that we see this happening. We see we see him die before our very eyes. But here we are again. It's a hate crime. Because we don't put people in office. We don't put people of our um, of our community in the office. I'm not saying of our race because race has nothing to do with it. It's from our community. Look at Candace Owens, for example. She's she's black, right? She's our race. But she's she's, not she's of our, our race. Community. There you go. And I think that's the biggest thing. We have but to lobby you think, for it. So, in your in your opinion. Mm-hmm. Because I think about what they did in Tulsa, Oklahoma, you know, when um, it was a booming area for black businesses and Mm -hmm. how they bombed it. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, how the government is always very tactful behind, you know, you know, making sure that 
anything that's black and powerful gets, you know, anal- you know, annihilated from saying, oh, God, I said the word completely wrong. I already know that I did. But make sure that it is, it's, it's not non-existent. Mm-hmm. So, and then a lot of times when, you know, black people do go, get into the, the ju- judicial system or, you know, <laughs> they... <laughs> They they tend to be very becoming they they tend to become very whitewashed okay. and they get embedded in the system and sucked in the system. Mm. What do we do about that? That's what I said. that's what we do. We lobbyists. We have to become our own lobbyists. Like in layman's terms, for many people to understand, we need a nigga in the office. I mean, there's really no, it's no other way. A real nigga. We need a real nigga. You know what I'm saying? No, Ten toes really, down. One, but we don't need just one real nigga in the office. We need a pack of niggas in the office. But like I said, we need people to just speak our voice. This, so many times people said they did. This is what, this, this what these motherfuckers said. We we represent the working class American. You heard that before, right? Yes, absolutely. Okay. When they say the working class American, they mean the white, white people working class American. Yeah, the blue collar. Yeah. Right? Yeah. They, they always say white. I mean, White people, literally, it's, they don't say, yeah. "Well, the black working class." Yeah, you see, I mean, words are imperative. They don't say the black working class; they say the white yeah. working class. Yeah, and that's what Trump won off of—the white working class. And so that's what I'm saying: is that the black working class, right? They act like we're non-existent. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? And so we need yeah. people of our um, our race from our background to speak on these things. Right to say, look, this goes on every day, literally, and all and everybody we have in the Senate in the House, all these motherfuckers are old, and this is real. I'm not saying nothing about you know my elders. Look, these motherfuckers are old. They have old views, old views, and old. There you go. There you go. And so when you have that, they can't really understand our scope of mind of the new working class that's going into businesses and doing all these things. That view is non-existent. Like, for example, look at the motherfuckers who's running for president. Look at the motherfuckers who's president. Both of these motherfuckers 70 years old. Old as a motherfucker. They should be taking a nap. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying if you're 70, you can't do what you need to do. But what I'm saying is that when you're 70, the laws that you pass is not going to affect you. You're not, you're not, you're not going to see the country as what it is, right? Because no. everybody that's working, literally working, are younger than you. People that are 70 and in your range are retired. So now people from the 21 to the 50s to the 60s, excuse me, to the 50s, they really don't have no voice. Now, I'm not saying that all everybody in the Senate in the House, yeah, I'm not saying everybody in the Senate in the House, you know, is supposed to be young. No, they are experienced, right? I mean, uh, all the people that have the experience, but we have to look at the country the way it is. We have to. We have people in Alabama, Georgia, you know, who still to this day, or you South Carolina, who still to this day don't think that, um, LGBT people need rights. Mm-hmm. There people to this day still don't believe that um, a black man, you know, should be head of a company, or still don't believe that a woman should be head of a church. 
These are non-progressive ideas that has been passed on for fucking 1860. Let that shit go. You feel what I'm saying? We need to go into an era where we're more progressive, where we have more women rights, um, LGBTQ rights, equality for blacks, black people rights. Right, um, immigration. When you reform that, immigration it, yeah, immigration rights. Uh, wish that it could, um, it could be progressive towards the generation that's coming and who we are today. But guess what? Those are not topics that's, that's being talked about because they look at what age group, older people. When you're forty and fifties, your life matters. You're the ones, you know, who've been at work and this, that, and third. No, it's people in their 20s and in their 30s, in the 40s as well, that is also pursuing dreams of businesses. And, you know, we want to be progressive. We, I mean, it's, it's think about it, those ages, those, those ages that you're speaking about, the, the 20s to 40s and, and 50s, they're the ones who are carrying the, this country on their back. Yeah. That's what they're not realizing. Like, you guys are going to be dead in, like, five to ten years. Mm-hmm. One stroke, and nigga, you out. Nigga, one stroke, and you stroke the fuck out. So, mm-hmm. really, how, how can you make a sane decision, you know, on other people's lives when it's not even you that's building this country? Because, like I said, we get We need to have term limits in the Senate and the House. Yeah, because can't they stay for like forever and ever? Yeah, they keep winning. And the thing is, no matter how much they keep getting reelected, they keep being reelected. Yeah, there should be a limit, though. There should be a limit. And let people with more fresh ideas get in. Black people, we need to become lobbyists. Let's put our money where our mouth is. Let's community police. Look, man, it's it's not as hard as people say it, uh, people think it is. I think where the hardship comes from is that as black people, we are so, we're stubborn as people. And I think, you know, sometimes we just feel like we, this country has made us feel so much, like has, has really implemented inside of us that we don't matter, that we literally always do sit back and just watch. And I think that this is where we do need to shift that change because, you know, even if we don't matter to them, we should matter to each other. Mm-hmm. We should matter to each other enough to come together, no matter the the religious background, no matter the cultural background, just come together. And I think that's the biggest issue that we have. Also, you know, when I think back to the generation before us uh, and the generation before them, too, like our grandparents, like the, the grandparents, you know, of, of this country. The silent generation, um, that's what they call it. Yes. The silent generation. The, Yes. So, you know, just like for when I was talking about the the, the bombing in Tulsa, Oklahoma, or how the FBI became infiltrated in the um, the Nation of Islam and, and these things that happened, those push and pulls, those power things that happened. Um, the generation before us didn't pick up and they were not as resilient as they could have been. And which then I feel like it got passed down to now this generation where we are now, where we are so for self. Yeah, well, this is what happened. Um, the fears of the grandfather, fear, fear what, fears of the father falls to the son. Or, yes, you know. exactly. And so, I mean, exactly. that, I mean, that's what we do know. What the thing is, 
the solid generation, generation four, as in regards to black people, were always, hey man, just be quiet. Keep your head down. Put your head down. And keep going. Head down, exactly. Right? And so this is why I feel like this country and millenniums are kind of making a shift and a change is that we're calling everything out. And so that, I mean, I mean, that's why, that's why I feel that the country is going to change, right? And this conversation. We are the generation of truth. Yeah. You know, I mean, sometimes we're generation of crybabies as well. But, (laughs) you know, but, you know, it's it's the point of, we're calling it out. We're point of people say, well, black people, you know, they can't come together and do this and do that. Us doing this show is an example of black people coming together. Yeah. Us, when we on Facebook, people mostly on, you know, on Facebook or Instagram, and they share other black people businesses, that is the step of black people getting together and helping, and helping black people. So the narrative of, you know, black people will never help black people out, black people will never come together. It's, become, it's becoming obsolete. It's, it's coming like eradicated because we constantly see that. How many shares of a, a black, you know, somebody, a black girl who do nails, how many shares she get? Or a purse of black girl who does hair, she gets shares. Um, black clothing gets shares by black people. Black crafting. Black crafting. So, like I said, it has, it has changed. It's coming to a point where Black people are coming together, it, but it will take time. Look, it took us close to a hundred years for us to get a black president. hundred years, right? Yep. So I understand that it takes time, but I also understand that we also needed to 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 get more into politics, get more into the political the political arena. And educate ourselves. For, you know, another like like right now, Harvard is giving free courses. Mm-hmm. Anybody with any fucking sense, any fucking sense, this is what you do, right? You download the app. You, you sign up for the course. You take the course, right? You take the six week, four week free course, right? Now, if you want to get certified, you pay the fifty dollars. Get your certificate. Boom, you passed the course. Oh, that's all it is, because my ass has not been going into the website, and I keep telling myself I need to because I'm not take advantage of it. Yep. Think of, and, and this is the thing. This was imperative. Listen, people. You take the course from Harvard. Now, when you put on your resume, resume. school, what school do you also put on there? Harvard. It's simple. That's, that's a I mean, it's Harvard and it's MIT is also as part of it. So these are things that I'm like, and I said I got that from um, my homegirl Anastasia on um, on Facebook. I was like, oh, damn, shit, my stupid ass. And so now I'm taking a religious studies uh, course from Harvard. So after that, yeah, so after that, that's going straight, that's going straight on my resume. Harvard. I'm gonna give me a Harvard shirt, motherfucker. I went to Harvard. Nobody can tell me I didn't go because I got. I, I mean, I got proof I went. Yep, exactly. And so, say I want to take that and you know and apply that to regular college um, credit courses, then I could do that as well. Yep, and I'm I'm actually on the website right now, everybody. Uh, they have a course available that's called Lessons from Ebola: Preventing the Next Pandemic. Mm-hmm. This is what we're living in right now. You know, we could be learning some things about how to prevent. The next pandemic. Um, so I'm on the website right now, guys. So 
I say, you know, we, we take initiative and educate ourselves, you know, while we're under quarantine and life is slowly starting to try to almost try to get back to normal. We should try to learn something. I mean, that's what the I whole thing. Like, I'm telling you, like, it's easy, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I can't fault somebody. They don't know what they don't know. But if I tell you, hey, um, say this, say this Harvard course and then put it on your resume, you look more appealing with Harvard than, no offense to nobody, but ICT Tech. You feel what I'm saying? Or ICDC College, whatever the fuck they got. Yeah. You got, you know I mean, you got Harvard under your name. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. I mean, I, I mean, I know my ass gonna be bragging on it. Like shit, nigga. Oh, we went. Oh, nigga. What? What? I teach. Oh, I went to Harvard. Yeah, yeah, I went to Harvard. I ain't graduate, but from Harvard, I, I mean, I went there because I motherfucking did. Technically. Yeah. So that's that's on the um a mod case. I know, kind of yeah. veered off a little bit, but. Y'all know how this gets. Yeah, you you know you know how we do. You know we, we go from one thing to another, but it all ties in together. Yeah, so that's the important um, part. It all ties in together. So there's been a video that was sh- that was being shared um, last yes. week. Oh, and also, did you see that it got taken down? My uh, mother, she called me. She said, "Yo, it, it, I can't even find it anymore." Yep, it has been taken down, Judy. Melkovich, Mikovic, Mikovich, Mikovich. Um, so you share, you sent me the video first. I'll let you talk on it since you have some more of a medical background. Yes. So, um, Judy Mikovich, um, she is a um, you could say in, in many ways like what she is, but she deals with um, she's a biologist, basically a scientific a scientific biologist. She studies. Um, viruses and how um, how um, they are contracted and spread. And she also deals with uh, vaccination. And, and she was a part of the team um, back in the 1980s who worked with Anthony Fucci. If you guys have been living under a rock, he is the bird-looking white man that's been sitting with Trump all the time, you know, speaking, you know, on behalf of CDC. Um, so she was she was working very closely with him in the 80s to try to find a cure for AIDS. Um, she had discovered, you know, what was wrong with what was going on with what was built in the vaccinations that um, actually I can tell you guys right now, because I actually wrote some notes from... Um, from, from the video, um, she's a biological scientist. So basically, she um, made a she wrote a book that talked about how human feces and animal fetal tissues equals a plague of common diseases. Um, so she actually deals with immune treatment and not immune. I call it immune reconfiguration. That's 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 the term that I came up with. Because um, I believe that, you know, the vaccination that we have nowadays and the treatments that we have nowadays is not immune treatment. It's immune reconfiguration. We are reconfiguring who, who we are as human beings. Our DNA is being, is, is being reconfigured to the liking and the tailored of, of Western medicine. Um, but for her, when she was thinking about these things and, and wanting to change um, the way that, you know, Western medication is, um, she was completely silenced. Uh, she was thrown in jail, and um, her career completely went to literal shit. Hey, um, I'm- just, 
who videos kept getting taken down um, from YouTube. All right. Um, so he was explaining how she was um, part of the AIDS epidemic with that like that long nose ass dude. Yes, yes, Bird, Bird. I, I like to call him Bird, Doctor Birdman. Okay, yes. the Birdman. So basically, she was. Um, she she had learned that you know u- using the use of using human feces and also um, animal fetal tissues uh, was what was causing a plague of human diseases. Mm-hmm. So when she came out with the book. Um, that's when they completely silence her. So um, basically, she's coming out now and and stating that you know now she doesn't care. She's just trying to wake people up and trying to save people. Um, she actually has been on YouTube. She got interviewed by this uh, YouTuber named Young Pharaoh. I don't know if you know who he is. He's a YouTuber who's about um, African history. Hmm. Why well, heard of him? Uh, the government. Yeah, 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 look him up, look him up. So she, he actually did an interview with her where she name dropped a bunch of people and just basically, she's trying to wake people up with, you know, and she, she said, you know, one of the points where, you know, they're having, trying to have people stay in the house where it's lowering our immune system. Uh, immune system. Mm-hmm. Yes. Which will then, you know, make us feel like we have to take the vaccine once they come out with this vaccine. Like it's just a whole propaganda Mm-hmm. So, um, so I just wanted to see what were your thoughts on, on the video. Man, I say this: what we do know about health is that um, that's where they tell the kids to go outside. They tell the kids to go outside yeah. to build their immune system. So now, when we put the mask on the whole time, not only are y'all still, I mean, not only are we smell our stink ass breath, um, we are only just taking our own germs, right? So we're not we're not being used to battling other germs, like the COVID-19 germs. Our body's not building an immune system to it because we're not exposed to it. Um, and so things things like that is what really um, catches my attention, catches my thought, because according to science, this is what, I mean, this is how it's supposed, you know, should be. Right. And, you know, and then, you know, how it happens that the U.S. government Gave money to Wuhan to a lab in Wuhan, China. You know, and and disease come from Wuhan, China. All is kind of crazy. And now the fucking killer hornets. I don't know what the fuck they expect anymore from China. For real, for real. I don't know what. I mean, China said they had a gift for us, but god dang. Yeah. Um. So like I said, things like that is I pay attention to. Um. And for people to say, well, why would the government do something like that? I mean, let's not forget um, about it's the Tuskegee experiments. You yeah. know what I'm saying? That is that is one of the examples of the length the government would do when it comes to human beings. Um, slavery. I mean, obviously slavery and, you know, FBI and, then, you know, or let's say Suge Knight injecting Easy e with a damn AIDS-ass needle. I mean, these are things that we know happens. Healthy people randomly dying. Randomly. We know that we had a um, a global population epidemic. Right? That's what we yeah. know. 
Um, and so to me, and I said again, I think that China um, pulled a Thanos move and grabbed it, grabbed the whole Infinity Gauntlet and snap, you know, snap their motherfucking fingers. We have almost, I think it's almost to a million people die. I know seventy thousand people. Last time I checked, seven thousand people in America died um, from the COVID nineteen, and just in America. Um, so I know we're getting up there. I know there's over like two hundred thousand deaths at, at least. So it is something that we have to take serious, but it is something that we also have to build our own antibodies to fight. Yes. So one thing I wanted to ask you, so because she did bring up the whole thing with gloves and masks, what do you think about that? I don't give a fuck about I'm nothing. Still I'm still pro masking gloves in my I'm, I'm, I mean, like, like me, I like. I don't give a fuck about it because it's simple. Like to prevent the damn disease, right? They give you simple shit to do. Wash your fucking hands. Wash your hands. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah. and so, yeah. I don't, I don't feel like oh, I'm gonna put this glove on, and then every time you put a glove on, people to put a glove on to eat and this, that, and third. That's too much. You got, you got to keep switching out gloves. Because that's me. I'm like gloves on, mask on, like I'm getting gear when I go to the store. What I'm saying, but if you're not keep, if you're not constantly switching it out, it's defeating the purpose. I, I do. But I do though. That's the thing. That's where I think I'm different from a lot of people is because I know that you can you can cross contaminate. So I don't keep the same gloves on the whole time. Like I'm very strategic on how I use the gloves because then if you touch yourself and the stuff that you touch with the gloves and you're touching that stuff, mm-hmm. you're just defeating the purpose. And a lot of people don't think that way. Nope. That's why I, I, I walk around with hand sanitizer. Hand sanitizer in my car. Hand sanitizer, soap all in my house. I bleach everything fucking down. Right? My thing is, I want to build my immune system. You know? So, I do everything to build my immune system, not just um, distance myself from the germs. Yes. Right? So, sea moss. I take sea moss, apple cider vinegar, um, eat oranges. Yeah. So, I, I do everything to build my immune system up. So, that's what this disease does. It attacks people with weak immune systems. So, common sense. I mean, to me, if we just work on our immune system, then guess what? We have a better chance of fighting the COVID-19. There are people who survive this shit. Not everybody who gets it dies. Yes, that's true. Right? I mean, it is an alarming amount of people, and I don't want to negate the fact of um, that, like, like those deaths are are insecure, you know, are, are minute. No, those deaths are huge. Every human life is huge, but yeah, we also have to take accountability of we have to build our immune system. Wash your stinking ass hands. Stop touching everything. Y'all remember? Y'all remember everybody black mama? Yeah, everybody black mama used to tell them stop touching shit, right? Stop touching that. Don't touch that. Just stop touching shit. Just just act like you back with your mama. Stop touching shit. And that's my approach. Stop touching shit. If it's something I need to get, I'll pick it up. Boom. Right? Before I even put anything in my mouth, 
hand sanitizer. Let me wash my motherfucking hands. Boom. Simple. I'm not going to be fearful of life um, because I want to be lazy and not wash my stinking ass hands. Yeah. And also work out. That's another yeah. thing that you can build your system is to work out. Yeah, working out. Go get some sunlight into your body. Vitamin D. Just about D. All right. Just walk your stupid ass outside. Let me just soak that shit in for about a good five, ten minutes. Yeah. You know, let that build you up. Get your vitamins. Eat fruits. Stop eating fucking red meat all the goddamn time. And you'll be okay. I've been proud of myself. I cut, I do not eat any red meat. I haven't eaten red meat in like two weeks, two, three weeks. Oh, wow, that's really good. Yeah. Wow. And so, yeah, yeah I mean. I will say, like, I, de- I definitely, you know, and also there's about to be a meat shortage. So I think people need to start kind of like looking at the vegetarian lifestyle. Because yeah. eventually we're not going to be able to afford meat. And that is good for me. Shit. I lose this weight. Drop that bitch down. I mean, I try. I lost a couple pounds. Yeah. So look, everybody, calm the fuck down. I think that's the biggest thing. It's not a hoax, but calm the fuck down. Eat fucking healthy. Get fucking healthy. Build your immune system, and stop being petrified. We live in a state of fear now, in which, like. People, people are like scared to go leave. Like, I mean, to walk outside. Or is it in the act with other people? For me, what I was petrified was just like because I had a feeling that different forces were behind this virus, and I was like, I know it's just trying to alienate us. Like, I know this, and that's where my fear and my paranoia came from. Still fear, like I said, it's it about how we cut a slice. That's what it is. We just need to stop being so fucking afraid and just jump. Take your ass outside. Do like do what these other little white people are doing. Well, well, I, I, let, let me let me backtrack. I wasn't take your. I, I, I wasn't do, do what some of these other white people are doing and go jogging. But we see we saw what happened with the last black man. We can't do that. We can. We gotta talk in the house. So take your ass. Yo, just run around your yard. How about that? There you go. Yeah. Run, yeah. run, run around your yard. But that's how I feel. I think that Judy, um, she says a lot of good things. Um, a lot of things she said, I do believe. Um, and yeah. it had, I think it has some truth towards it because why is it always getting pulled? Every time it gets uploaded, somebody's pulling it. Somebody's pulling it. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, you don't you don't pull the racist stuff that's online. You keep that shit on there. But you pull this. You pull this one. So now they got my eye, you know, eye twitching. And I'm like, why what makes this more important than everything else? Why is this getting pulled? And they will say, well, because of fact checking. It's a lot of untrue things that's on um on YouTube online. But it's not getting pulled. Yeah. When no. the pro, the president says all kind of shit is wrong, y'all don't take that shit now. Y'all keep the shit up. So I think it's biased. And I think it has to be some truth towards it. If it's if if 
it's like an agenda to keep it from surfacing again. Mm-hmm. So, that's, I think I think what they're trying to do is to pull things that would make people think and that would make people question a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, isn't that the idea of it? Isn't that the idea of America? But it. But Please, it's it's so false. Free thing. I mean, I mean, free thinking. I mean, you know, we are a nation of just like. But I was saying, that's the idea. That's the idea. I mean, that's the idea. of What they want America to be is for us to be free thinking, and I think that's was that would make America great is that we all have different views, um, but we're not subjected to. Just one belief. Yeah, one belief. You know what I'm saying? I think that's the yeah. reason why a lot of millennials, a lot of people like me are so, you know, I guess it's so against Christianity, but kind of against Christianity because it leaves you in a one-track mind versus exactly. to open up the whole specter of different beliefs, different systems. And so this is what this shows me is that, well, what Steve, what his name is? Joe Gregory, whatever his goddamn name is, um, for the CDC. Joe? The little bird guy that she was talking about. Oh, bird. Oh, Anthony. Yeah. It makes me feel like, you know what I'm saying, they just want us to know that alone. Like, you know, he have all the top scientists in the world focusing on that. And another thing, when another um, scientist um, from China was working on the, um, the cure for it, he mysteriously dies. And so, so much, it's so much coincidence when it comes to this and this is why I can't really take it as everything the government says because yeah. and then also and also even the doctors that are speaking out if you've noticed all the doctors that are speaking that are going against the grain they're all saying the same thing mm-hmm. and so I mean it is it, raised your eyebrow for question um yeah that's why I, you know that's why I say you can't really trust everything you hear on TV, thus you can't trust everything you hear on YouTube as well. But exactly, that's what, like I said, that's what can make America great because we can form our own opinions based on the information we have. Yeah, just based on that. Now it could be wrong or it could be true, but either way, we came up with that. It wasn't forced upon us. Free thinkers. Yeah. I just, I just feel like if this nation is about free thinking, then stuff like this should not be taken down. Everything should be up for grabs. Uh, yeah, but yeah, but it's still, it's still a lot of monopolies. So, yeah, like, that's, so that's, the that's when they need to go ahead and um, upload that video to um, Dame's Dash website. Let, let, let Dame get a hold of it. Yeah. And if they get hold of it, then we could, you know, get on stuff like that. But I don't know, man. It's, the, the, the system is fucked up. Um, I feel that China is behind it. People could say, Richard, you're racist or whatever, saying this about Chinese. I don't give a fuck. Because look what the Chinese said about black people. Mm. That, the, now, that, that's the thing. Like, now this as and you've seen how, you know, the Africans in China are getting treated, you know, off of this. Now, now they're trying to blame Africans for the coronavirus. I'm just like, we know that was gonna come eventually. Like, like they add like every disease in this world start from fucking Africa. Every pigmentation, every damnation, 
everything that's wrong with this world originate from Africa, which is, you know, the melanated continent. No, fuck them. And fuck with all these little small side-eyed, cat-eyed looking Asian, Chinese, whoever the fuck they are, that's talking shit about black people. That's kicking them out of these restaurants. Fuck them. Fuck all of it. And I don't give a fuck what they think about me. Yeah, and then and then also, you know, getting kicked out of the hair salons, or the, or not the hair salons, but like the hair shops or mm-hmm. the nail salons. Yeah, I mean, look, you know, the the, the relationship that Black people have, the, the relationship with Asians and Black people is just—it's very complex and complicated. Mm-hmm. Black people have, oh, oh, snap. I think I just had a whole bad connection thing just now. I think so too. Um, but uh, this, 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 this is what I think. This is what I think, honestly. Um, that oh, it bothers me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fuck, fuck. And then, said, <laughs> and then I said, and then I said, you know, the relationship between black people and Asian people is very complicated, and that's pretty. But much I mean, but we that. made that. We as black people, we act like we needed them. When we didn't. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? When we didn't need them. Like, come on now. Is it that hard to paint somebody goddamn nails? Is it? Yeah. No. Like, you know what I'm saying? Now we, but, but I, have to, I have to make amends. Now we have a lot of sisters that's out here that's having their own little weed products. So we don't have to go yeah. to the stores. Exactly. So that's and, and to be honest, um, so that's why I stopped. I stopped getting going to the to the nail salon to get my nails done. I stopped. Well, go to. I mean, you can still go to the salon, but just make sure you go to the black salon. Make sure you go to yeah, like American made, like shit like that. Yeah, like I'm not going no more until I find like a, a black one. That's it. My salon, you know, easily. And, you know, whenever this thing calms down, you know, I'm, I'm going to go get my nails done over there. Mm, do it. Fuck them. But, yeah. like I said, I mean, the, the, the whole point of it is this. Black people, start your business. Stop depending on these other races who really don't give two fucks about you. And then, let's all, as people, as human beings... Once all the racist shit, prejudice shit leaves, or even when it still arrives, let's just come together. Call out racism and say, look, mom, you're a fucking racist and you're a piece of shit. And just go to, I mean, like, it's like shit like that. Why did you sound like your name should be Toby? I'm dead. You know what I'm saying? But that's what it's supposed to be. I mean, that's what I would imagine. Right? I mean, that's the only thing that could change in this world. Like, yo, you kind of racist. We don't need that. The science, scientists already predicts that within 100 years, the whole world going to be mixed. So what's the point of continuing to be racist? That's the thing. Ah, everybody's fucking everybody at this point. So what's the point? That's my, that's my I don't understand. Let that shit go. You know when these people motherfuckers gonna get fucked by a long dick black nigga anyway. And you know, and hell, 
I mean, it's just gonna happen. I mean, there's nothing you can do about it. Or you know, the black girl might just get dicked by you know an average size middle aged white man. I mean, who who who, who the fuck knows? Do you know how many black women are getting dicked down by Asians and have to with Asian kids? Like, yo, like everybody's coming together at this point. So look, fuck them, fuck that racist shit. They can all suck a Mandingo African tribe niggas dick, and them bitches big, big, like two feet long, big, big, <laughs> big, big, Shakazulu big. Yeah, them shits dead. Yeah. Some big niggas, but that's all I got for these niggas, man. God damn. But also, thank y'all for listening. <laughs> um, yes, thank you guys so much for your patience, too, while we had our technical difficulties. Yes, yes, but I mean, if you're listening, you'd be probably not gonna notice this shit anyway. So it is what it's for the people who was like watching, like live. All right, and also, I'm gonna let y'all know this. Yeah, yeah. Um, Check us out. Also, we're on Pandora, Our Heart Radio. But yes, yes. we are motherfucking Pandora. Pandora just dropped, you know, put us on there, so we're on Pandora now. Yes, we are. So, thank y'all for listening and stay safe. We out. Bye.